This is episode 30, yes, 30, of the Apitalize on Your Idea podcast with our guest, Claudia Altiger. Welcome to the Apitalize on Your Idea podcast, helping you bring any idea to fruition. Now, here's the guy who makes it all happen while keeping his day job, Justin Escar. It's episode 30. I can't believe we made it. I cannot believe we're here. 30 episodes in the bag. Go me. Go me. It's my birthday. Welcome all to the Apitalize on Your Idea podcast. I'm your host, Justin Escar. Special episode today. I have Claudia Azula Altiger on. Many of you know her husband, James Altiger. Claudia is the brains behind James, in my opinion. Claudia's on today. We talk about ideas and Claudia's new book about becoming an idea machine and that ideas are the currency of the 21st century. And you know what? I have to agree with her. They're not cheap. They're hard to come up with. Claudia's new book tells us all about how to come up with 10 new ideas a day. For those who have read my book, Apitalize on Your Idea, I actually mentioned this, that James Altiger says, come up with 10 new ideas a day. Really, it's Claudia, so I'll fix it later. But Claudia shows us how to come up with those ideas every day. And they're not necessarily ideas on they're going to change the world. They're not new app ideas. They're just like little things here and there. Uh, Claudia, as you'll hear in the interview, was nice enough to give everybody who listens a free copy of her book, which will be on the uh, show notes there. And in it, in the book, there are a guide to how to come up with these ideas. Great stuff. I'm so happy she's on. Um, she talks a lot about being spiritual and having the right people around you. And it's it's just great. So take a listen to this interview with Claudia Azula Altucher. What's up, Apitalizers? Really, really excited about today's guest. Uh, today I got Claudia Azula Altucher on. She is a double bestseller with the Wall Street Journal. And her newest book, Become an Idea Machine, is now out. Ebook. Uh, in print, paper print, whatever you need to do. I'm telling you guys, you need to read this book. I'm so excited that she's here. Claudia, how are you? Thanks for having me here, Justin. I'm very excited to be on the Appetizers uh, network of people. This is really cool. So the reason I want to have you on, Claudia, is you're, you have two things that are going for you. One is, if anybody knows who you are and knows your husband, you're really into yoga, which I have to admit, after reading a couple books, I started doing it, and I'm, oh. I'm all about it. That's cool. But really what I want to talk to you today about is this, your book, The Becoming an Idea Machine. Yeah. So many people come up to me and say, I want to build an app, but I have no idea where to start. And, right. You know, I always say when I do my presentations or in the book, I always say the idea part is the hardest lesson, albeit the shortest. So, you know, I give a couple examples. I think I even mentioned your husband in my book, but... Um, you do actually, yeah. I do, I right? Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. Since, it's been a while since I've read my own book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so let's let's talk about how someone can become an idea machine. Well, the thing is, there's this concept going around that ideas are cheap. You know, they're a dime a dozen. And that's absolutely not true. Ideas are cheap for three. If you have to come up with three ideas for, okay, I want to make an app. Let me come up with three. Okay, I want one to give me the bus uh, schedule, one to track my period, and one to track, I don't know, where my husband's whereabouts. I can come up with three. Coming up with 12, something happens when you list idea number seven where you get blocked and you're 
brain or your idea muscle begins to sweat and you're really, really working it. So 12 ideas are hard. And if you make the point of coming up with 10 ideas a day, then you're really exercising the idea muscle. Because people don't realize, but if you get sick and say your leg gets hurt or something, you go to the hospital, after a week, the muscles of your leg will, you know, they will be weak. And the same for the idea muscle. If you don't exercise it, you're not going to be able to come up with good ideas. And there is no such thing as a good or a bad idea. As long as you're practicing 10 ideas again, the muscle gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And so that's when you um, exercise it and get it in shape. And then you can come up maybe after listing 60, 70. Um, you know what? what's the beauty of this, Justin, is that you will know it. Like say you're listing apps and suddenly you list one and you go, oh, I like that. And then it, it's like an energy takes over and you can't do anything about it. You have to move. You have to go do the next step. That is the power of an idea whose time has come. You just cannot resist it because it's so... And this is what happened to me with this book. I, the moment I got the idea of writing this book, I said to James, James, honey, I'm going upstairs. And he came looking for me at 2 p.m. and asking me where I had been because I forgot to eat. When you stumble on a good idea, you know it. And you have to go and do it. Is that passionate? All right. Okay. Well, that's a lot to take in. So let's, let's slow this down. Let's break it up. You said come up with 10 ideas a day. That's right, yes. I could barely come up with what I should have for dinner, so... No, I don't think so, because you wouldn't have write that, written that great book, Up to Lies. Uh, <laughs> well, and you have a same, podcast, it's, so it's always the same. It's always the same conversation. Do you want Chinese or do you want Italian? No, but how, do you, <laughs> how does someone come up with 10 ideas a day? I mean, it seems like a lot, right? It does seem like a lot. That's why I put prompts in the book, because that's the thing that we get the most questions about. How do I exercise the muscle? For example, a, a typical question is, is a to-do list a valid idea machine list? And the answer is absolutely not. That's not a valid list, because a to-do list is going to stress you out. Right. However, if you do an I did list, and then you realize, oh my God, did I actually do all these things today? Did I actually? Then chemicals are released in your brain that make you happy. You get the sense of accomplishment. And and then that's a list. So in the book, I have 180 prompts. And, and so it's easier. You don't have to think about it. I believe any idea machine doesn't need the book because you can come up with your own ideas to write. But if you're having trouble or if you're feeling stuck, the prompts are very helpful because then you don't even have to think about it. Okay, what's the first one? And the first day is 10 hard gratitude problems. So 10 things you hate and how to turn them into a positive. So for example, I hate uh, being stuck in traffic. But that means I live in a city that has a lot of opportunities, money, resources. So you turn uh, something you don't like into a positive, and you do that 10 times. And you start exercising the muscle. Okay, so if someone's going to be exercising this muscle, they're going to come up with like, these 10 ideas. But then the question comes down to is, how many of these ideas should they execute on? Should they be, right. should they, if, if I came up with 10 ideas to fix the traffic problem in Manhattan, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, I'm not going to execute on any of them because despite being who I am, those are um, billions of dollars to fix that problem. The yeah. And the answer is another tunnel into New Jersey. But that's beside right. the point. Yeah, that would be useful. Right? That would be really <laughs> nice. That would be really um, but nice. But that's billions of dollars. So <clears throat> how does somebody figure out what ideas are actually right. valid? 
That's a very, very good uh, question. And you know, people say ideas are cheap, execution is everything. So I, what do I execute in, do I execute? And what happens is when you start practicing every day, um, an idea that has energy will take over you. You'll have no evolutionary choice. When you stumble on an idea, that's good. And this may happen after a week of practicing 10 ideas a day, or after a month, or maybe after six months. I don't know. You know, maybe you're like really stuck. So that's why I say there are no bad ideas. The point is not to come up with 10 brilliant ideas. So for example, if someone says to me, I can't come up with 10, I'll say, then come up with 20. Because the risk is you're suffering from it has to be perfect. And it doesn't have to. You, they can be stupid ideas. But the muscle gets strained. And then, you know, it's like they say about the muse. The muse doesn't just show up because you say, oh, muse, come and inspire me. The muse requires sweating and work and practice. So if you're practicing every day and you're making the idea muscles sweat and like really forcing yourself to come up with the 10 and, and standing up for that and owning the work, then one of them will come and you'll go, oh my God. It's, it's like you can see it. You can see, all right. Like say it's a book, which is what happened to me. You can see the outline. You can see these converse. I could see it all. I just had to stand up and go start type, you have no evolutionary choice. Because the idea is more powerful than you. And it's actually not your idea. You just put in the work, so the muscle is strained. So then you have the capability, the vessel, for the idea to be downloaded through you. So it's a different energy. It's not your idea anymore. It's something that came through you. It's like a universal download. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying but that energy, uh, uh, for a lot of listeners, would be more like a passion, right? You. You have these ideas in whichever one you feel like maybe the most passionate about could be that energy that you're discussing. Yes, yes, because, you know, there's this tendency to think, oh, what's my life passion? What's my life mission? There is no such thing. That's BS. Nobody can tell you you're going to be passionate about the law for the next 80 years. That's BS. It's not true. You're going to be passionate about what you're passionate today. And that's it. And that's the world we're living also is, is changing constantly. So when you start listing ideas and once you get off the book or maybe you don't need the book, then you start just going, what inspired, for example, today I got inspired by songs that you cannot resist start dancing to, like, or uh, for a workout, you cannot resist moving. Like for example, Eye of the Tiger. You just listen to that song and you start, pum, pum, pum. you know, you start moving. Right. And then there is, uh, We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. My God, that song's come in and if something doesn't move in you, then uh, you're dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, so the whole point is, is you just like, uh, exercises and then eventually when one comes uh, you start to find through these processes what am I passionate today what am I enjoying today and so you get the theme or the goal or what you want to do for today eventually however an idea will take over you that is really cool and that may lead to a longer project and then what you say in your book Aptalize you know you, you have sort of steps to do it in a concrete way which is fantastic about what you, you say you know whether you need to pattern or not and examples so that comes very handy once you have an idea but you have to be passionate about the idea because it's not it's just not gonna work right you, you're just never gonna follow up uh you're just never gonna do it now but hold on you're talking about let's go back to the song thing for a second because you're mentioning uh, you had ideas for songs that make you want to move but 
are you really coming up with an idea there? I mean, it sounds like you're just listing the song. So try to right. how, how does one clarify the difference between listing song, listening to songs that make you want to work out versus an idea, which yeah. I guess the idea is what are songs that make me want to work out? Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, no, you strike a very good point that is a memory and idea. And, uh, you know, it's remembering. Oh, let me think. Let me go to my man back database and find songs that are... First of all, you have to be very specific on what you're looking for. Because if it's vague, then, you know, it doesn't happen. Right. So if you're very specific, so songs that you will have to start dancing to because you have no other choice, that's incredibly specific. Like, is it for a workout? Would it move me? And then um, when it comes to memory... Uh, I have one in the book that says, uh, tell me the 10 times you remember laughing out loud. And that's a hard one to come up with. I can remember one, nine more, it makes the muscle sweat. And I think remembering is part of the idea muscle, which is the, the, because when there is a traffic accident and you have 10 people telling what happened, you get 12 to 13 versions of what happened. So memories are ideas. They're not really things that actually <laughs> happen. Right, right, right. Uh, but if you have a song that will put you to move, then you have your body to, to check upon. Wait, do I move when I start? You know, I hear Santa do. Do I move? Oh, yeah. I can't stop moving. If, if I don't, it's because I'm pretending because I want to look cool. But the song will make me move. So um, memories can work very well for that, too. So talk about a little bit about the physical spiritual emotional because i know i know i know james talks about this a little bit in his uh choose yourself book yeah um the book this one is directly uh and sort of going towards the mental side because there's a lot of confusion on it um but it does have a checkbook after uh, so that you remember because the other three are critical if you're not moving and if you're not healthy if you're sick you're not going to be able to come up with ideas and if you surround yourself emotionally with people who tell you oh you're like you really no good that's never going to help you know you have to surround yourself with cheerleaders that tell you this is great this or or that keep it honest but are always positive in their feedback so you can't have bad people in your life unfortunately they have to be cut off if you want to succeed right and then the other one is the spiritual part which is uh, sort of being grateful, acknowledging what, you know, we have a roof and food. We're kind of like 1% of the world that has food and a roof on top of us. So that's kind of like the, the, the easy thank yous that we have every day that perhaps we don't notice so much. Right. And then the, the second part of the book, after you do 90 days of coming up with ideas that help you. So, you know, where can I find time to do this and this and that? Then it switches gears and it gets you to, okay, let me list 10 ideas for Justin. How could Justin, um, I don't know, what could be 10 ideas for here? His next book and the table of contents really catered, very well thought out ideas that you start giving out for free and without any expectation of return, and without telling the person, by the way, I'm, go- I'm about to send you ideas, you know, because that puts you in a position of, oh, you have, to, you have to reciprocate. So none of that. You just send them, and you let those babies go all over the world, and you add enormous value. So you give your excellent ideas out for free, and you watch them boomerang back to you in different forms. So they may come back in the form of relationships, new friendships, opportunities. I'm talking to you. I don't know how that happened, but here I am in a fine podcast. And um, so it, it happens. 
it happens and then you know it comes up it's just that you have to be able to trust that it will come back to you not in the way you're expecting it which is money we all expect money but ideas come back in a different way that does result into money only is different than how you expect it you were talking about karma essentially yeah you could call it karma sure um i i, I think it's like generating positive karma forward so in in the past couple of days on twitter i've been saying and and even to your audience if you would like i'll be willingly offer the book for free i can send you the pdf because i think it adds value to others and i'm willing to give it i have enlisted this book to the goddess of wealth <laughs> and so i trust that it's coming back to me in any form that i need it to come back to me maybe money maybe i don't know what it is but uh, I'm in this through the idea that brought me here, so I'm trusting the whole process. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We'll put the we'll put the book up because you sent me the PDF. Uh, I've been skimming it through in between crazy days, but I'll I'll put it up in the show notes so that way everybody can get a copy. So thank you for my audience. Uh, I, uh, thank you yeah. for, for giving us that one. So there's after one thing, Justin, there's yep. one thing I would say to your audience. Um, if you do get the book uh, for, uh, through Justin, which is a fantastic thing that he's putting together, uh, let it not end there. Kind of use me as your accountability partner if you want and, and tweet me your ideas. So I have people who are tweeting me their ideas. So we all become idea machines. We all become super connectors and we all go to the next level together, which I find to be so, you know, if, if you want to, you don't have to, obviously, but if you're ready for transformation and to see the results, then don't just put it out, like start with a list and, and see your life transform in 180 days. So you, you, know? you said real yeah. quick, I want to I touch on something. Quick. You said after in the book, after 90 days, yeah. you start giving out ideas, you start giving out other people ideas. And for that's anyone right. who can't do the math, that's 900 new ideas. Right. That's staggering. Yeah. It's a lot of ideas. But how, okay. So to hear a number like that, I, I could imagine that a lot of people would be afraid to even try. Yeah. Well, that's why it's 10 a day. It's just 10 a day. It's not that hard. Right. But at number seven, you will have a breakdown moment, and that will separate the boys from the from the men, the girls from the women, and you know the ones that are ready from the ones that are not. Is idea number seven when you still have seven, eight, nine, and ten to go? That's when you know. That's at what when you point. So let me ask you a question, personal question. At what point during the day do you hit number ten? Uh, is in the morning. I have to get it. My mind in the morning is at its peak, you know, so uh, that's when I do it. And lately I've been just tweeting, you need ideas, let me know and, and I'll come up with 10. And that's challenging. Like somebody from a call center contact me for ideas and I'm like, holy macaroni, I really know nothing about call centers. Right. And so it had me thinking really way out of my comfort zone. And, and I'm lucky to have James nearby, you know, he has a lot of business experience as well. So you do um, all 10 in the morning? Yes, wow. all 10, all at once as a workout, because if you leave them for during the day, I have some in the book where you can leave it for during the day, but it's harder. I find it's easier. Like I do my yoga it's a practice. I put the mat down, do the practice, leave it out. That's it. I'm done. I right. don't have to think about it again. Same with the mind, same with the gratitude, same with the emotional, like keep check what, what's happening in my life today uh, and eliminate what needs to be eliminated. You know, one day at a time is a process. It's, it's never perfect either. But the ideas for me, especially right now, because I wrote the book, you know, so I yeah. kind of have to. No, because now you have to own up to it. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could have just been like, my idea was the book. I had one. You guys come up with 900 and just, you know, call me or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, that but was to, the do real 10, to do 10 in the morning, like as an extra, that's a really good way to think about it, people, is just, um, 
as an exercise, like we go, I mean, I don't go because I, whatever, but you go to the gym and you, and you, and you work out for an hour. It's not like you go to the gym for five minutes and then you go work and then you go work out again for five minutes. It's the same thing. And I think the point here that you're trying to make Claudia is that the idea muscle needs to be worked out like any other muscle. And much like you go to the gym for an hour, if you can bang out all 10 ideas in that hour, and then you go about your day and you and you know you've done your 10 and then maybe you can act on them or maybe not. And then you just see how things go. Exactly. That's awesome. Exactly. But, you know, one question I get a lot is how are ideas the currency of the 21st century? That's like the, the one thing people go like, mm, no, I don't believe that. And this is actually James said that in a TED talk recently. And when I heard it, I was like, holy macaroni again, which is an expression I use a lot. Uh, that <laughs> it's, a good, is, it's a good expression. Thank you. Uh, that is a universal truth download that I had never realized before. Ideas, and, and he tells me, for example, when he was broke and he had to move back to the suburbs and he had to maintain his family with two young children before he even met me, this is what actually got him out. So he wrote 10 great ideas for Jim Cramer and then a hundred other Jim Cramers in the world. And three or four responded and it ended up one bought his company, one hired him for, this actually works. Um, but you have to, especially when you start giving ideas to others, you need to think them. You can't, because I get people who send me ideas and some of them I can tell there wasn't work behind them, but when the ideas are good, I'm like, wow, that's, that just, and you know, I, I have to implement some sometimes. So that's how they become, if your idea is just so good so amazingly good and so catered to a person, the person's going to want to talk to you and you become a magnet. You're like an interesting person. You're on fire and you, nothing is out of your range. You have solutions. You come up with ideas. You're like, you're like on fire. That's no, what but happens. Hold on. Let's talk about that. Because if, so if I came up with an idea for you, or let's talk about the call center, right? You've never, I'm assuming you've never worked in a call center. Never. So I have no idea. So someone came to you and said, what are your ideas for a call center? You give them whatever it is, one, five, ten ideas. Yes. On what grounds can you establish that those ideas are valid or even right or legal or whatever for this person? Yeah, that's a very good question. I have no idea. And that's it. We're done. <laughs> yeah. So what I did was, uh, what you have to do is put in the work. So you have to start Googling. And as I started Google, I realized money, which was my first go-to thought, is not actually an incentive that works very well for call centers to have uh calls like cold calls it doesn't actually work you have to look at other things and i had no idea so for example does the person who's making the phone call have full autonomy to complete the deal or do they have to check back on you i had no idea about this and i found through research and as i was going through my list james finished whatever he was doing and then he actually helped me on this one because i was like you know i'm having a really hard time and then we came up with 10 questions we needed more information in order to to come up with but I learned something about call centers, that money isn't necessarily the biggest um, incentive for people to do more call callings. And uh, I have it already. I just, in, in the end, I ended up sending 10 questions. Right. But, the, you know, as people send me their websites and I'm like looking at, is the message clear? Do I understand it? Is it in English? 
because we, we all suffer from this thing about having to say things in very complicated language so that we are, you know, you probably can tell and your audience, I'm sure, because everyone's very smart here, you can tell when someone is trying to show off with language instead of saying it in plain English. And so many websites suffer from that, I notice. Right. Uh, and so it's, it's sometimes in those cases it's easier to point out. But this one, the call center threw me off. I was like, oh dear. <laughs> and then after you give the 10 ideas, I mean, you said earlier, like, it'll come back to you in another way. It's not <laughs> always about money. Like, let's just play the game. What do you think is going to come back from that? That's the whole point. Can I live in the not knowing? That's where yoga kicks in. And I'm loving it so far. I'm so busy. And my mind is so sort of like, you know, the idea muscle is, is working and I'm enjoying it that I don't really care that much how it comes back. I know it is coming back. But just to give you an example, I'm talking to you. And this is not something that would have happened to me two weeks ago. You would have had zero interest on in talking to me. But, I, you know, the book is out. It matches the interest of the people that you are interested in and that follow you and appreciate your message as I do. And so we're talking. Right. And, you know, and I've been on an Ask Altitude that had a, an incredible amount of downloads. And, uh, and I have people tweeting me and... and only that, oh, um, just that, is giving me so much joy. So for now, it's joy. I, I guess I should write the book. How exactly does it change? What's the first thing that comes up? I'm going to list 10 ideas on how this comes up, Justin, and I'm going to blame it on you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could write a set. Your second book is, I had my ideas. Where's my money? <laughs> right, right. But you know, there's, there's a, a trap there uh, that I think is important to identify. You can never say, I had my ideas, I'm done. Right. Uh, because the moment you say, I'm done, uh, and you let it go, then that's when you are at risk of going broke. If you're not maintaining your life and putting energy into it, it falls by the sides. It, it, it just is the way it is. You know, it requires that um, little bit of, of work, and it's not that much. You know, it's just 10 ideas. It really isn't that much. Yeah. yeah. People, people are scared of it, and uh, there's really no reason to be. No, there's really no reason because there's no bad idea at all. Like some of my ideas, a few are actually pretty bad in that book. And I, <laughs> I, I acknowledge that, you know, well, you know, no one said it would be easy. No one said it would be great. <laughs> because if I, if I had to come up with 180 lists in three weeks, which is what took me to write the book, there was no way I would have it perfect. So I went for let's work it and produce it rather than uh, aim for an idea of perfection that I don't even know what it is. Right. And uh, so I think it aligns more with the message that you're just getting the muscle working and the rest takes care of itself. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll put the book on the website and that way everyone can get a copy of it, which is totally awesome. And where can people find you online, Claudia? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Claudia Yoga, or I have ClaudiaYoga.com, where I'm, um, you know, I, I talk about these things and yoga and things like that. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, I, I am too. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I, I skimmed your book, but I'm planning on reading it this weekend. I just, I, it's very what? little reading. It's a lot of action. It's a lot of action. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's just been kind of not so for me so but uh i want to thank i want to thank you i want to thank you for being on the show i really do appreciate it yes thanks very much justin okay we'll talk soon so much great information from claudia so my thanks to her for being on the show and my thanks to you for listening check out claudia's book it's in the show notes just click on the link or download the pdf
and do what you want with it from there. Check out my book at Amazon. Listen to the other episodes. Follow me on Twitter at Justin Escar. Sign up on our new website. You can get my new mailings. And uh, if you subscribe to the blog, you'll get my five free marketing tips. That's pretty cool. Check out some of the other stuff I'm doing, like Aces Conf and some of the apps at Autrieve. Again, thank you for listening to Appleize Any Idea, episode 30. I'm super excited about this. And let's hope for another 30 more. That'd be awesome, right? All right, talk to you guys soon.